0: Hey, this is Evan Marquette, Dating Coach for Smart, Strong, Successful Women, your personal trainer for love, thanking you for joining me here on the Love You podcast, where you're going to learn everything you need to know about dating, relationships, sex, and men from a man's point of view. And today I'm doing something I've never done before. Um, I'm reading a blog post. Um, I'm not going to pretend to, be, to, to do this thing uh, impromptu like I, I try to do. Uh, this is something I wrote last year, but... I didn't have the courage to post it. And um, today I do because I think it's more important that I post it and deal with whatever backlash comes than for me to keep it to myself. Um, because, listen, I, obviously uh, when you do this on the internet, you you offer an opinion, someone's going to disagree with you. Uh, you. You can't be agreed with by everybody or be liked by everybody. But sometimes I, I think issues are important. And as a dating coach who specialize in, in helping women understand men, it's important to address what a lot of good men are feeling. So uh, as a woman, you may not agree with everything I say, and that's totally fine. I just want you to suspend judgment um, until you've listened to the entire podcast and try not to take uh, one word or one line out of out of the greater context. I, I think it's just really important that we we have an adult discussion about the polarization and it's almost political um, the same way it is between left and right. Um, it, we see that in, uh, with women and men. Uh, I see it on my blog all the time. That's why I wrote this as a blog post, but, but I chose not to post it. So um, here goes, uh, forgive me for reading, but I, I, I sometimes when I spend a lot of time thinking about something, I want to get the words down, right? I don't want to just wing it. I have been told I am a mansplainer a term which is meant pejoratively to describe men who condescend in explaining women's issues to women. I agree that there's something called mansplaining and that it has been used by politicians to tell women what to do with their bodies or lives, usually from a place of cluelessness or self-interest. I couldn't say whether I'm clueless or self-interested, but I would admit that my entire career is built on a, in, in helping women who ask me to explain why men act like they do. Thus, calling me a mansplainer is kind of like accusing your OBGYN of sexual harassment. We're both just doing our jobs. I think men like me, or not to make too much of a leap, uh, guys like Sam Harris or Bill Maher, end up receiving a label of mansplainer because we're not all-out apologists for men. We are, men in general, are confused when we're not allowed to approach women because such an approach may be unwanted which does not mean we're defending sexual harassment. We are confused when we're told we're sick, exploitative human beings for occasionally watching online porn, which does not mean we are defending underage sex trafficking. We are confused when the biological difference between men and women, uh, biological differences between men and women are dismissed because some women believe that gender is completely a societal construction, despite all the evidence to the contrary. We are confused when we are told, per Laura Kipnis' book, Men, that we are seen by many women as dogs, infants, sex-obsessed moral rodents or emotional incompetence, when that is not the way we see ourselves. And that's why it's somewhat predictable that a a movement has arisen ostensibly to counter feminism. Um, And again, it's a sort of a double movement, Uh, men's rights activists known as MRAs and men going their own way, M-G-O-T-W. So like everything, MRAs exist on a spectrum. And while some teach men to be more confident, set boundaries and advocate for fair divorce and child custody laws, some other MRA opinions are toxic. Implicit in many of these uh, websites and ideas is the belief that dating is a zero sum game power struggle between men and women. Suddenly advice that was supposed to be empowering to men flips over into something very dark and misogynist. Uh, last summer, a couple sum- summers ago, a few of these MRA sites criticized my piece on why men need to court women. Their take is that I am a white knight who, who tells women what they want to hear and is therefore selling out my gender. In the MRA worldview, women are hypergamous gold diggers who are constantly trying to trade up to date better men. Many MRAs uh, believe that women over 30 have no value to men because they are not as attractive or fertile. So in their minds, why should any man actually pay for a date with say a 44 year old woman? These are things that these men actually say. And again, forgive me in advance for conflating MRAs and MGOTWs. These are very awkward acronyms and MRAs is just a short way of saying it. So when I point out to these guys often on my blog that if a man refuses to pick up a check on a first date, he will likely not get a second date. This justifies their belief that women are using men for their money. The tricky part about any of these sort of discussions is that these men actually have a point buried deep within their straw man arguments. Some women really do care a lot about men with money. Some women really do overvalue men who are sexy and exciting over kind and consistent. Some women do look to date up and complain that 80% of men are undateable. And it is an odd double standard that many women earn more money yet still prefer for men to pay. These are valid male concerns that I try to address by encouraging men, not that men listen to me, to call, plan, pay, communicate, and commit, right? At the same time, I tell women to accept men for their flaws and make their male partners feel valued and trusted. And this advice is not my opinion but rather what's been proven to be the most effective in dating for the majority of people. You do these things, you'll do well in dating. If a man doesn't call or commit, he risks losing a woman who desires better treatment. If a woman constantly criticizes her mate or makes him feel bad in her presence, she risks losing a man who desires better treatment. Both feminists and MGOTWs have valid points, yet both demand that the opposite sex change on their behalf. While refusing to acknowledge their own need to change themselves and this is where it gets interesting when i tell the men to call plan pay communicate and commit they refuse because women are selfish irrational social climbers who are not to be trusted so why invest any time or money in them when i tell certain women to soften up compromise and show appreciation for the men in their lives they tell me i'm trying to set women back to the 1950s it would seem to me that both camps are so self-righteously aggrieved that they have the inability to see the truth of the other side, which is why they are essentially mirror images of each other, although they are loath to admit it. Both swear they're just offering honest criticism of the opposite sex, devoid of rancor. Both sides start from the position that they're right, and if you question them at all, you're wrong. Both sides have codified their own propaganda and talk in an echo chamber where even the most reasonable and polite dissent is shouted down. Both sides demonize their enemies, although there's no real reason to think that they should be enemies. They attribute the worst qualities to them, and they see the world in black and white. And again, the greatest irony is that both would be disgusted to to be compared to each other. The super left-wing, right, righteous feminists, and the super right-wing angry men would be disgusted to be compared to each other, yet they are mirror images of each other. So to me, the reason I'm doing this podcast for anybody who gets caught up in these sort of silly online gender wars is that it's essential that we break that cycle by acknowledging the truths of both sides. The fact is that most women tend to be happier when men call, plan, pay, communicate, and commit. They're rightfully vocal about complaining about the men who don't. The fact is, most men tend to be happier when women accept, appreciate, respect, and admire them. They rightfully want to feel good around their partners, won't stick around if they don't. Both have valid points, yet both demand that the opposite sex change on their behalf and refusing to acknowledge their own need to change. And if we're going to move this conversation forward, we have to acknowledge the validity of both women and men's grievances without indulging both, indulging both sides' more strident beliefs that they have a monopoly on truth. Men do need to become more sensitive to women's needs, become better listeners, share in the housework and child rearing, appreciate and value women's perspectives on the world, make women feel safe, heard and understood. Similarly, women do need to understand that men will not always do what you want. This does not make them woman haters, enablers of sexual assault or right wing loonies. It just means that while we want to make you happy, we don't want to have to spend our whole lives apologizing. We want to approach you and ask for your name. And again, this doesn't mean harassment's okay. We want to be allowed to find other women attractive. This doesn't mean that ogling and lechery are okay. We want to be better listeners, better husbands and better men, but don't want to be incessantly criticized for our failures. So in short, men want you to understand and accept us. And if you think the world would be a better place if men understood you better, I'm assuming I'm talking to mostly women. So if you as a woman think the world would be better if men understood you better, and it would, Isn't it fair to say that it would be good for women to understand men too? Feminist critiques of men have made a massive difference over the past few decades. The world's an infinitely better place because of vocal women who call out power imbalances. But That doesn't mean that men are always wrong, women are always right, and every individual woman is above reproach. If we're gonna move this conversation forward, we have to acknowledge the validity of both women and men's grievances, right? And call attention to the hypocrisy on both sides. So as challenging as this podcast might be, if you feel personally indicted, I sincerely hope there's nothing to argue with. We need to be respectful, not dismissive of each other's worldviews in order to create a better future for both genders. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. I want to thank you for your time and attention. I really would like to hear your comments below, whether you agree with me, whether you disagree with me, um, comment on YouTube, comment on Facebook comment on my blog uh, and let me know what you think. Because I'm in the middle of these gender wars and I'm a man uh, and I, I advocate for women and it always sort of upsets me when women and men talk past each other. I don't think it has to be that way. Um, it is just like politics. And once we could see the other side as human and see the truth in their claims, doesn't mean they're all right, doesn't mean that, that we're gonna be able to iron out our differences, but at least acknowledging the truth. Instead of dismissing their truth, we're going to have a much more civil discourse, at least uh, on my site, which is all that I can control. So thanks for listening. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, before you go, thank you for joining me on the Love You podcast. I'm Evan cats. On next week's episode, I'm talking about how to apologize and mean it. All right. This was something where I was soliciting callers and nobody asked a question on how to apologize and mean it. So I had to call in some people to uh, ask me some questions and I think you're going you're gonna to enjoy it because it's important to learn how to apologize. If you don't know how to apologize, you don't know how to have a relationship. Um, so please join me each week, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, follow me on Facebook and Twitter, and go to www.evanmarkcast where I give away more free dating and relationship advice than anybody on the internet to help you get the love that you deserve. I'll see you again next week on the Love You Podcast.